I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I want you to think about a time when you heard the word, yes. Perhaps it was after a job interview, waiting to hear, did I get that job? Yes. Or perhaps it was seeing an old friend on the sidewalk, wondering, do you remember me? And they say, yes. Perhaps it's after a moment of exhaustion, a moment when you weren't at your best, and someone close to you looks at you and you ask them, do you still like me? And they say, yes. That's what is so perplexing about today about Jesus telling these stories of the parables, these stories of the kingdom of heaven, there is a yes hidden again and again. But why? Jesus is with his disciples and is telling them story after story about what the kingdom of heaven is like. They just want to know. And again and again, these stories are coming to them. They're stories about their ordinary lives, fields, treasures, wheat, flour, yeast, weeds, fish even. They are receiving these stories about their ordinary lives, but something is so different about them. And there's one story that I want to talk about today, one parable of the kingdom of heaven, and it's only one verse long. Hear again what Jesus says. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast that a woman baking bread hides in a bunch of flour in three measures of flour, hides, sneaks in this yeast until everything is leavened. Now, this wouldn't have been enough flour for three cups, for one batch. This would have been enough flour for a woman to have baked bread for an entire village of people huge amounts of bread here. And the kingdom of heaven is that yeast. Hmm. When I first came to this story, I used to think of myself as that triumphant yeast, the thing bringing life. Or, or sometimes I thought about myself as the one baking the bread, the one who knows the recipe, has the plan, is ready to do all of the work and get it done. But the thing about this is that you and I are neither of those things in this story. Actually, we're somewhere in this mix 
of flour. We are these grainy pieces of wheat, small, tiny pieces ground up together, waiting to be given life. And I thought about that again and again, what it means to be flower, flower that is waiting, what it means is everything, everything about who we are, who God is. Think about this for a moment. You are flower and the kingdom of heaven is yeast that is sneakily hidden. And it grows into the flower. It eats away the sugars and the starches. It makes something new. It grows into it until at some point, all that is left is leaven, bread, is life again and again. Jesus, when he is talking to his disciples and when he's talking to us, is not just interested in the shiny parts, in the triumphs and in the proudness, in those moments of generosity which we've all had. Jesus is interested in our real selves, in who we really are, in our frailty and fragility, as little grains of wheat, longing for leaven, longing for life. Jesus again and again looks at us, looks into our lives and says, I see it all. I want it all. I don't want to leaven just the parts that are shiny and productive. I want to leaven the fear and rejection and betrayal and everything that you are and have. All of your beauty and fragility and contingency, all of your longings and desires, I see it all. I want to leaven it all nothing hidden except how I will hide in you, cling to you, and make you participate in God's own life. At the end of all of these parables, story after story, whatever is going on with the disciples and Jesus, Jesus says, so you understand, right? Do you understand? And the disciples say that one word, yes. And at first when I read that, I thought, I don't believe you. <laughs> but I think the disciples in this moment, they capture something of what St. Paul tells us when he tells us that the Spirit will intercede for us with groans too deep for words 
the Spirit will pray in us. We get placed in God's heart, in the life of God, when we are ready to say yes, and when we are entirely too exhausted to say yes to God's leavening work in our lives. Here's the good news about all of this. The Spirit will give us that prayer, will bind us together like leaven in bread, binding together all of our joys and our sorrows, our attempts at growth and our failures. All of that will be bound up through the Spirit in the life of God. This is the scandal. Throughout the Bible, when leaven is used, this yeast is used to discuss something, it's often something very corrupting. It is a scandal. This is the only parable, the only time, the only verse even, in the entire Bible where yeast is thought of as this thing of God, this power, this wonderful and beloved and holy thing. Perhaps there is something in us, in me, in you, that needs to be changed. Something that needs to be interrupted, that needs to grow, that needs to have leaven seep into it and bind together. Something new. No matter what, whether you are ready to say yes to God today or whether you are too exhausted to do it, the Spirit will say yes in you and I. Just as Mary said yes to God. And here's the best part about all of it. God says yes to you and me again and again, no matter what. Yes to you in all of your beauty and contingency and frailty, all of it. There is nothing outside of God's yes to you. And there is nothing outside of God's yes to every part of creation. There is nothing that can be left out. And just as our suffering binds us to the love of God that nothing can separate us from, our suffering binds us to the suffering of others as we find ourselves as grains of flour waiting, longing, needing to be leavened. Today, God says yes. The disciples say yes. The Spirit says yes in us. There is only one thing left to remember. 
you must open your hands. You must receive the yes of God today and forevermore.